Hi, this is Nikki from Motherhood Unfiltered is going to be okay. You're listening to another podcast episode. If you like the podcast and the episode, please write a review, share with a friend, or leave a comment. You can also visit my website at www.nikkiasherbowling.com or you can visit my YouTube channel. Thank you and enjoy a new episode from Motherhood Unfiltered is going to be okay. Hello everybody, this is Nikki from Motherhood Unfiltered, it's going to be okay, and today's guest is Dr. Vic, and he is a former certified pediatric chiropractor who has become a business mindset coach. He is the author of three books, and the most recent is Decoding the Matrix, which um, has already come out, it's been out since May. He's the uh, creator and the owner of the Mindful Experiment podcast, and it's been ranked the number one, top number one percent globally from listennotes.com. So he has a unique and diverse background that allows him to help his clients become more whole and lead a more meaningful life. So that before we bring him on, I just want to remind everybody if you're listening to the podcast, please go to Spotify or iTunes and rate. Uh, if you are watching this on YouTube, please comment, like, and subscribe. And if you're already doing that because you're awesome, please share this with someone you love. So uh, so let's get uh, Dr. Vic on here and find out what he is all about. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Thanks for having me on. So just tell us a little bit um, about why you started in pediatric chiropractor and then you decided to refocus your whole career in life. <laughs> Literally, it was like that. Um, yeah, I, I first started out actually, I, I was a chiropractor just, you know, I was more holistic. I was like a holistic chiropractor. I did nutrition. I did all these other things. And mm-hmm. um, after five years, I hit a financial peak um, after following all the advice of what you hear in business about, you know, grinding and hustling and sweat equity, mm-hmm. all this effort and, and whatnot. But I was tired of being burned out every four to six months. It didn't make sense to me because uh, I love what I do. Yeah. I love what I do to be a chiropractor, but I didn't understand why right. I was being burned out. I was unfulfilled when I, when I got to the level of the money I was making, I was like, this is a lot of money. Why am I not happy? I thought I'd be like very happy with this. I thought I'd be satisfied. And I was right. We should be. <laughs> we should be. And I told my wife, I even looked at her. I said, if this is how it is, I don't know if I want to do this. Like I'm yeah. literally thinking of changing. And right. then I was like, you know what? Let me rethink. Let me settle. And this is where I started to implement what I teach in business coaching, because what I started to do is saying, you know what? I'm going to ignore everything that I've been told. I'm just going to mm-hmm. go. If I'm truly the creator of my life, 
I'm going to choose the practice I want to have and why I want to have it. So I decided to shift gears, go into pediatrics. At the time, mm-hmm. my practice was only 5% pediatric volume base. And uh, in six months, we raised up to 48%. And I had a passion to go to serve pediatrics because I started to hear, you know, listening to research and things about how children's health is declining. Chronic illnesses are on the rise in children. Um, You you look at ADHD, you look at autism, you look at uh, sensory processing, you look at learning uh, speech or learning disabilities. I mean, it's just on the rise. And I was just not okay with that. So I'm like, you know what? Not in my town, not in my community. I'm going to, if anything, I'm going to shift gears and go that route. And what I wanted to do was get to the root. I didn't want to just help those children. I wanted to make sure if, at all costs, as much as I could, help mm-hmm. pregnant women so they can have easier labor, so then it can help be easier mm-hmm. on the child and then help them both through it. But even more important, help before when the child is just a thought. And how do we prepare the wow. home to do all that? So that was where my, my mission was. Yeah. Um, but what ended up after I applied all this stuff and realized I didn't have to work as hard. I I, 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 I didn't coin this term, but I call it effortless action that leads to effortless success. And what happens is, is I started to realize that I was working way less. I yeah. wasn't stressing about the business at all. I like I didn't even like if, if we were having our dip, I just go, that's fine. My energy is not in the right place. My focus is not in the right place. Let me shift that and let me just continue mm-hmm. doing what I do, but make sure my vibrations in the right place. And then all of a sudden, wow. an idea or the a person I meet or something comes up and I'm like, this is all aligning. Great. And it would just take care yeah. of itself, which is so much easier and so much less stressful and kind of like how life it should be in a certain way. But um, yeah. so after a couple of years of that, I was like, I really I always had an interest in coaching. So it was, it was starting right. to come back to me. So I started doing some um, group coaching for entrepreneurs in 2018 at the end of it. And cool. I did that and I've been doing that since. And then eventually um, I got to a point in my career where I was like, my reach, as much as I had a good big practice, I didn't have mm-hmm. uh, the impact I wanted in my community. I mean, I, I was making an impact in my community, but when you look at the number and the percentage and all this stuff, I was like, that's way too small. I, I want to play yeah. big or at least get, at least give a shot to go as big as I can. And right. so my wife and I actually moved. This is what made me make the full switch. Uh, we, I'm from Chicago originally. And we just moved to Knoxville, Tennessee last year, at the end of last year. And it was one of those things where that's where I was like, I'm going to make, we're going to, we're going to let go of this and I'm going to focus fully into coaching. And Mm -hmm. uh, because in that way I can create a bigger reach and and then be able to shift people's mindsets. Because when we can do that, you shift their whole entire life. And the coaching I do is not just strictly on business or money. It's strictly Mm -hmm. your life. How do we rebuild, help you to lead a more fulfilled life from the deepest resource or the deepest possible uh i call it bringing the kid back out in you uh and, and because if you think of kids they're just they're in the pure state of joy and bliss right they're just so happy and so excited about life and they're they're imagining you know their imagination runs wild there's no one telling them well, yeah people telling them no but uh but helping adults they have return no back cares to in the world no they just care about what they care they just care about what they want to do and experience and they don't care about they're not oh this isn't that's not that's weird they're gonna be like i don't care this is what i want to do and it's getting <laughs> right. it's getting entrepreneurs it's getting adults and humans to get back to there in a very loving way where it's like i, I that's great if someone does that but this is what matters mm-hmm. to me and you know right. and helping them learn first what do you really want and then showing them right. how you can create that in your life I, I just think that's that's amazing because I feel like we've, you know, kind of gotten into this rat race mentality. And then 
Um, and people are just used to it. Like they're, this is just the way it is. And this is just how my life is. And, you know, we don't need to accept that. And when a pandemic came along, people started, like it put a, a, a roadblock on it. And they're like, wait a minute, my whole life's been turned upside down. I don't have to live like this, you know? So, so tell me about um, this be, do, have, and how many are doing it backwards? <laughs> yeah, it, I learned this concept in chiropractic school, and it was something that it really shocked me. I was really in awe when I thought about it because I'm like, they're like the be, do, have principle. And I'm like, what the heck does be, do, have? And I started learning and <laughs> listening about it. And then I'm like, oh, my God, I'm doing it backwards. And then I started to think <laughs> about my upbringing, people I grew up with, mm -hmm. and just how we how they talked in certain ways. And I'm like, oh, yeah. my God, that's a trap because they're doing the same thing. I see where I got it from. And oh, it's God. something that we think we have. Now, here's an example. You know, we in it goes. So the, the have do be is what most people do, which is backwards to universal laws, the way the universe works, mm -hmm. nature and so forth. And I'll explain that in a minute. But how many times have you heard someone say, if I had a million dollars and I can do this and be this? If I had this, I can do this. If I had that, I can my do ship this. comes in, <laughs> right? Or even in relationships, if I had a, this type of a partner, then I would be, or this type of, you know, whatever, you know, yeah. then all of a sudden my life would be better. And yeah. we, we do that. We all have done that. I know I do. Sometimes I still do it today, right? I'm like, Ooh, I got to catch myself there. And <laughs> that it's so backwards thinking because the way the universe works, the way the law of the, the, mm -hmm. the universal laws work is that you have to be that beingness first. You have to be that person. What is it to be? If you want to be a millionaire, what does a millionaire, what is the beingness of a millionaire? What's their consciousness uh, like? How do they, yeah. are they waking up worrying about debt all the time? Or are they focusing on, you know, opportunities? Are they focusing on wealth? Are they focusing on growth? Are they focusing on abundance? Right. What is there? You know, there's a mindset to that, but there's also an energy and a vibration to it. And yeah. when you can, when you're being that person coming from that energy, that vibration, then when mm -hmm. you do something, it's going to all of a sudden align you to have that what it is. So if you have a, if you're being a millionaire consciousness mindset or consciousness, let's just leave it there mm -hmm. uh, level, then whatever you do when you're coming from that place will align you to achieve to be that millionaire. So you have to be the person first before you can do the things in that. And, mm -hmm. and again, so many times people are doing the opposite. And I've seen it so many times, even in entrepreneur world so much where yeah. it's like, oh, I just have to have that or I have to do this or my mm -hmm. business isn't doing well. So I have to do Facebook ads. So then I can do this, you know, have, do or play at this level and yeah. so forth. We're always looking outside ourselves. That's another aspect to it mm -hmm. um, that relates to this instead of just focusing on us, understanding how mm -hmm. powerful we are, understanding how this whole universe works can right. be a massive, massive uh, game changer. So, so what if you don't know how to be like a, uh, a millionaire and that's what you want to be? So, you don't, it's real simple in a way, because when you think of kids and you know, I'll use this often because this is an analogy that, you know, some mm -hmm. people say, well, I don't know. Or like, how do I be in that beingness? I don't even know how to be. And I'm like, well, you know how to yeah. be. You were like that when you were a kid, you were being all the time. You weren't doing, mm -hmm. you were being, and then you just acted things out. How many times you, right. did, you know, thought you were a princess or I thought I was a soldier or I thought I was this, right? <laughs> I wasn't that, but I was being what it was like to be that. So one of the things I make real simple and, and try to get out of the thinking mind is mm -hmm. to just feel what you feel that makes you, what's something that makes you feel good, 
right? What's a vibe that you can feel that you're like, wow, I love this vibe or I love, you know, it makes you feel good. It brings up high emotions of joy, bliss, love. And that's all you have to embrace yourself in. And then from there, as you're raising that vibe, then you're just setting out to the universe. You know, I see my, you know, I can see myself being in in that state or um, that's one way of doing it. The other way is Uh very similar, but it's seeing yourself as what you think of someone who has a millionaire lifestyle or who is a millionaire, seeing yourself in that state and then taking those high vibrational emotions and pulling it in. So this is where I do. um, So you're thinking of an event or something that like for me, I just had, I just had became a a first time dad. I had my daughter about a month ago. And so congratulations. Thank you so much. (laughs) It's been been such a joy. I love it. And I I wish we did it sooner, (laughs) but talking about this though, like if I have to anchor myself into a good feeling, I just visualize mm-hmm. me holding her and then bam, there's that immense love I have for her. This just, just, it's yeah. it the words, that feeling, right? Yeah. And so then, so I have that feeling. I know what it is. I know what it feels like. So then I just mm-hmm. think, okay, if I want to be a millionaire, what is it? Let me, what, why is that important? What do I, what, do, what's that going to, what's the being, right? So how am I walking? How am I moving? What am I doing? What do I, mm-hmm. what's my lifestyle look like? And then I just tie that wonderful emotion and bring it to that experience and say, that's the feeling I will have. And then oh when we're goodness. doing that, you're raising your vibe. When you raise mm-hmm. your vibe, you create more magnetic forces to, to pull that towards you. And the thing that we get locked or we get we, we, we trip over is that we think then there has to be this doing or things we have to do. And really just just focus on mm-hmm. what that is and get your vibe. Just keep connecting to that and wow. know that this is what I want to create. Now, when you do that, this is what I call effortless effortless actions that lead to effortless success. And here's why. Because when you tap into this emotion and you get to that good vibe, you get that feeling, you're visualizing, you're seeing it, you're doing all that. Mm -hmm. When you're at that vibe, the the ideas that you need to get to that point or the people, the circumstances and situations are going to help guide you to there Mm -hmm. will come to you. They will come. You'll have this and you'll take what's called the universal law of uh, the law of inspired action. You're going to feel inspired to do something. You're going to feel inspired wow. to take action, right? Mm-hmm. Because now all of a sudden there's something pulling you. You yeah. say, oh my God, I should do this. I need to, I, for some reason I have to do this. I have no reason why. I don't understand, but I have a deep feeling. I know this feeling when I get it, I have to do this. And then you do it and then all of a sudden things just work out. Now I'm not going to say it's oh always going to happen instantaneously, right? Right. But as you keep doing this and you get used to this, then all of a sudden that the things that you choose, like you're doing, is in alignment yeah. to what you want to experience. And so, wow. So, this is where so we it's don't something get into- that you have to like practice doing on a regular basis, right? Yeah. So, I can't you, do it once and be magically this awesome person that I think I want to be, right? <laughs> You, the thing is this, you have limiting beliefs that are going to hold you back. You have past conditions yeah. or what I call baggages that are right. going to hold you back, right? So when right. you think of like, let's say, you know, if you, let's say you make 50000 a year and all of a sudden you're like, well, I want to make a million a year. And th- that's a huge gap. You're going to have some inner critics in your mind saying, oh, are you crazy? Look at how many times you tried to do this. Look at this. Look at that. Look at this. So that brings yeah, your vibe sabotaging. down. <laughs> exactly, right? So then the key is just, it's just like saying, okay, well, forget that. I'm just going to get my vibe right. I just need to get back mm-hmm. into that right vibe. And just knowing that this, and sometimes your mind may go, oh yeah, this vibe stuff. I have this happen to me sometimes where it's like, oh, you're trying to go into that vibe. You're just trying to ignore that you can't do this. You just think it's going to do that. I'm like, you would you calm down? Um, you you, you got to give it a name. You, you got to give it a name, right? So sometimes I'm like, I call it stinking thinking, but sometimes I'll say, I got the monkey in my head again. Get out of my head. You're not, you're not part of me. 
Um, right. <laughs> but it's one of those things you just refocus. And, and a lot of times what our mind's going to do is because you're going into uncertainty. You don't know how it's going to happen. You don't know the path it's going to take there. Yeah. So your brain okay. tries to take over and be like, right. hey, no, this is how we should do it. Or this is what we should do. Or so-and-so said this. Or look at this successful mm-hmm. person. And that's not, I'm not saying that's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes that works. But when you're, when yeah. you're looking at creating the path that you want to create, that you want to choose, that you want to experience, right. it may be a little different. It may show up a little bit. There's some similarities, but there may be something totally different that you need to go this route instead of that route or do it this way versus that way. I mean, I did, that's something I experienced when I made the transition in my office. I also, one of the things I did was I stopped listening to successful chiropractors to a certain degree. I still listen to them, but yeah. I, I was tired of the, what they were telling me or what they did or what they said was successful. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to define what success means to me. I'm going to yeah. define what this is going to be for me. I don't have to right. sacrifice. I don't have to do this. I'm going to choose what matters most for me. I had a coach kind right. of help me with that a little bit. And that's where I didn't have to like, you know, if you're a family wellness practice, most of the time you have to work weekends. I was like, I'm yep. not going to work weekends. Uh, well, if you're going to, if you're only going to be available three days a week, you know, it's kind of hard for people to accommodate to your patients. You're making it harder. I was like, I'm going to attract the pain. So I could have got stuck. I could, <laughs> here's just, and I share this for a reason because I could have yeah. got stuck in the scarcity mindset thinking, Oh, you know what? That's right. I'm creating limitations. I'm making it harder for people to commit. But there's another side to that coin that says, but guess what? I'm also only going to attract the patients that can fit my schedule. I'm only going to attract the ones that can work with me. And once I started to see getting into that vibe and all this other stuff, um, you know, we shifted our hours and then all of a sudden it, you know, in the beginning it didn't work because you usually take a little bit of a hit in in the chiropractic Mm -hmm. office. For some reason, when you make a change, 10, 15, 20%, you'll see a little dip and then it rebounds back. Um, right. What was always interesting is, you know, you're breaking records six months later and I'm like, yeah. hold up, I just did a 50% reduction in office hours and this <laughs> and that. And I'm hitting records six months later. But it was, again, how did that happen? What it was is exactly what I shared. It wasn't anything else. Yeah. It was just it was just visualizing, getting in a good vibe, getting my mind right, getting my vibe right, right. Um, and, and showing up in the office that way too because I visualized how I wanted to be in the office. Yeah. What was that experience I wanted to see? How I want to interact with moms and kids. And Sorry, dads. There were some dads, but most 99% of the time I was working <laughs> with moms when it came to kids. Right. Um, so did you, to- did you write these down? Like, did you write these goals down so that when you were having a moment of, you know, why am I doing this? you know, you had something to look at or was it just something that you had in your head, you know, that you would just, you know, visualize? For me, I'm very visual. So uh, visualization mm-hmm. works the best for me. Um, gotcha. There is a power to writing things down and I'm a big fan mm-hmm. of that. Um, I've done that kind of work. It, it only works really well for me when I was like, if I'm in a school setting, like taking notes, mm. <laughs> I would write yeah. a gazillion notes. Like everyone's on a computer doing notes and I'm writing notes and they're like, why are you writing? I'm like, I don't have to, I don't have to, I don't have to study as much then. Um, I know. <laughs> you know, that would work for me, but no visualization. Cause it, it's just something that I would tap into and visualize and see, and I can get really, 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 uh, clear. I know that's not the word I want to use, yeah. but, um, specific, I guess, in, in what I'm seeing, how focused. I'm feeling. Yeah. yeah focus in there. And then um, I'm also very feely, like my body, I pick up sensations from my body. So it's like um, I, getting into my body and feeling that emotion in my body right. in that moment. So it's projecting the future of what you want to see, but then also uh-huh. bringing in the present moment with my body so I can feel where does that show up? How does that feel within me? Uh, yeah. So that way, then I know like, yeah, I'm here. I'm at the right place. This is, this is, this is how I'm aligned. This is where I'm aligned to the vision. And so uh-huh. that feeling is what guides me rather than thinking, 
oh, this is I'm here because of X, Y, Z, because look what I'm seeing. No, no, no. Right. I'm here because of X, Y, Z, only X, because I feel this. So yeah. it's a different way of looking at things. Um, it sure is. I'm, I'm really interested in it. So let's switch to your book. So what is this matrix? Because, you know, when I hear matrix now, I think of the trilogy in the movies. And, and what is it that we need to be aware of when we, you know, think about it? Yeah. So the matrix in, in a nutshell, if I just put it very simply, is the human collective consciousness. So for those who may not be like, what the heck is he talking about? Um, <laughs> I, I've gotten that before. Uh, it's basically if you average He's out, way out there, people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So if you average out like all the humans of this world and yeah. everything that they're focusing on, their emotions they tie to and the thoughts they have, it's a certain mm -hmm. number that comes up. Who know, we right. don't know what that number is, but let's say there's a number to it. That's their mm -hmm. consciousness level. So when you average out all their consciousness levels, that ends up being the human collective consciousness. I just coined it the term matrix. Mm -hmm. Now, the matrix is there's also sub matrices that build up to create the matrix, right? So we have the human collective consciousness with all of us, all the humans on Earth. But then you also have North America and Africa and Australia and mm -hmm. so forth. And then you have the states, countries, towns, so forth. And it gets all the way down to the micro, which is you and me. And mm -hmm. so... The thing about being aware of the matrix is that it has its own vibrant consciousness level because it's the average of all humans. Now, mm -hmm. with the crab effect, um, some have called this lobster effect. Some said I've heard someone that was just talking to like, that's the crab in the barrel effect. And I was like, we'll go with the crab effect. I'm going to go this route. But it's like <laughs> if you had three crabs in a barrel and one tries to crawl mm -hmm. out, the other two are going to pull it down back in. Yeah. And so you may have heard the term. Uh, you may have heard this universal law called the law of law of association. Which states, you yeah, may heard it in so, a different yeah. way. You take the five people that are closest to you, you average them out, that's you. Some people say that. And okay. so, the of, <laughs> so the law of association is you're gonna you're gonna resonate with the the you know with people that you know, let's say the five closest people that you're with. But the law mm -hmm. of association also resonates with the matrix because if we're not setting our vibe and our intention every single day, then what ends up happening is is the matrix gonna pull us into what the average is. And another way that you say this yeah. is if you don't plan for your day, the world's going to plan it for you. Well, that yes. world is, is the matrix. And so it's going to bring you to average. It's going to bring you to all the same experiences that everyone else is experiencing. And you're not truly And when that happens, you're not really expressing your true potential, your true, yeah. your, your true soul, your true light, your true right. essence, because you're right. becoming muted like every you're being muted and, and becoming more average. So you don't stand out like your unique self. And so that's the essence of what the matrix is. It's not good or bad. So a lot of times people say, well, it drags me down. That's not good. And I was like, the matrix is just, it just is, you know, mm -hmm. the earth has yeah. its own matrix. Animals have their mm -hmm. own matrix. Each species, mm -hmm. you know, the solar system has it. The universe has it. Everything vibes at different, you know, at its own at, from the average of all. So right. when you, when you look at it from that perspective, then the beautiful thing about the matrix itself is that in our, our, ourselves is that when we do step out of the matrix and we continue mm -hmm. to put the intention out there to keep stepping and staying uh, above it in that way, raising the vibe, in other words, right. when we raise our consciousness level, we also not only raise ourselves, we not only just raise the matrix, but we also mm -hmm. have the ripple effect around us that now all of a sudden allows people to do the exact same thing. This is an unspoken word. It's invisible. They don't know this. They're unconscious. Oh, wow. Of, yeah. <laughs> and so what we start to do then is we start to create like an awakening, in other words, yeah. and that will start to raise the matrix up. And when the matrix mm -hmm. rises, then there's different experiences humanity will have. 
You know, mm-hmm. like when you look at where the matrix is now, um, based on um, Dr. He doesn't call it the matrix, by the way, but Dr. David Hawkins work um, in his book, Power Versus Force, he'll talk about consciousness levels and he'll say that the earth has never really been, I, I, he might be, might be wrong here just a little bit, but majority mm-hmm. of earth in the last 2000 plus years has never been supporting life. It's always been under life. And that's a level around 200 than his mm-hmm. work. So what does that mean is that when we are at a level that we're not supporting life, we're going to see the outcome of that. So that can be mm-hmm. leaders, that can be that can be diseases, that can be endangered species, forests, what we're doing to the earth, um, yeah. diseases with humans. And if you look at the world, we're kind of in that state. I mean, it's just getting more diseases. Yeah. We're getting things are getting worse and worse. We, you know, forests mm-hmm. are shrinking, um, and all these different things are happening. But a lot of times we get again going back to effortless action that leads to effortless success. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we feel like we have to do so much. Well, this is bad. We need to take it. Man, we got to change this up. We have to do this. But right. in reality, if we just change ourselves and, yes. and raise our vibe, then we raise the matrix above that point. There's going to be technologies. There will be companies yep. and maybe even yourself, the individual who comes up mm-hmm. with something that's going to radically change and support life more. And we'll start to change everything that we see. And so in my book, I talk a lot about like the problems we have that we see in society is, yeah. is we, we make it seem it's so like it's just because of this and this is why the issue is. But really, it's a vibrational thing. And if we can yeah. learn to understand it from that place, we're not only changing ourselves to help us to you know express our light more to mm-hmm. have you know find more fulfillment, but we're also helping others do the same thing. Wow, that I mean, we could be here for hours talking about that. I I don't <laughs> I don't know where to begin with that. I think that that is a very um, great way to explain how life is, you know, and if you are not being intentional or resetting or refocusing your, you know, your vision, then you're going to get sucked back in there, you know, and they're going to influence you, not you influence them, you know, with the people around you. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. So let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's Everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, it's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. And I really, I'm just blown away by that. But I just, <laughs> I I really like that. I'm trying to think of um, well, where I could to go to on, next with that. <laughs> I could comment on something you said, though, that adds to it because you brought up a good point. Mm-hmm. And that is you said about the focus, right? You know, and the matrix is always influencing. And so it's always, yeah. you know, and even like I said in myself is, 
going into the mm-hmm. business world and, and following chiropractors and studying entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. self-help, personal development. I was looking at all that. I got conditioned and thinking this is how success yeah. is. And yeah. yet I did get success, but at the same token, there was a big payoff I had to do. And then I decided to choose yes. what success meant to me. Now, the point I'm trying to make is the matrix is influencing all of us. It conditions our minds. It, 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 it's programmed into our mm-hmm. subconscious. Um, but the key thing is that you brought up about focus is that those who can focus more and stay mm-hmm. focused are less mm-hmm. e- less able or not, or they're more resistant to being influenced by the matrix, where those yeah. who do not yep. focus well, who don't keep centered in some way, shape, or form, right. um, they're easily manipulated or controlled or, or, or influenced, I should say influenced by, by the matrix. Right. Yeah, I can think of several times in my life where I have just let the environment around me just run my life, you know, and I'm like, how do I get out of this? How do, how did I let this happen? You know? And so it's just something that I had to intentionally uh, work on. You know, I, if there were, if I was in a situation and I didn't like that situation, then I had to work on changing it, changing myself, you know, Um, I can't make people do things, you know, or react to me in a particular way. But if I change the things within myself and I'm more positive, you know, and working on the things that are wrong about me, then that has a positive influence on the people around me. And I really love that. I I think that is such an important thing that we need to tap into because I feel like our culture is turning into a a blame, you know, a blame game. You know, it's this person's fault or it's this group of people's fault or, you know, uh, like you said, they're they're doing the have first instead of the, the be. And I, it's only going to change if we, worry about ourselves and control what we can and can't do, you know? Yeah. I mean, and it's one of those things too, when we blame, we don't, we don't, we actually are not acknowledging how powerful we really are, how we can really shift things because, you know, a lot of people say, well, if you're blaming, you need to take self-responsibility and so forth. But it's, it's understanding too, that you create your own, you create your world and what you live in. And so, Mm -hmm. um, you can be influenced and that will drag mm-hmm. you. And you can see that I use COVID as an example in my book because it was one yeah. of those things where no matter where you stand on it, the thing I always get annoyed by is when you share a different story or you share different things outside the narrative and that gets mm-hmm. ridiculous, that gets humiliated, it gets discredited, there's a label <laughs> throw on it and all that. That's always a red flag. For I me, know. But, but it's like we do that in everything. But it's one of those things right. where I was just like, I use that as an example. Like, look how many people all of a sudden will defend the narrative yeah. rather than be like, let me just listen to other stories. Maybe let me just be open-minded, <laughs> not saying it's truthful. Let me just listen. Yeah. Instead, it right. was like, no, this person, as soon as you heard something, it's like that person's this, or that person's like this. And yep. when you think about that, that that's conditioning because now what yes. happened is they've been conditioned and now they have a belief of this mm-hmm. is how it should be. Right. In the world that I'm in, a lot of people have beliefs and don't realize that their beliefs dictate with how they look at things. So if they yeah. believe that, you know, nutrition, like, like coffee, coffee is a great example. I, I can't tell you how many times I see this year they've been, I've been seeing coffee get bashed like crazy. 
Last year, <laughs> it was all good stuff. But yeah, I always, you know, it's one of the things where like people sometimes go, well, okay, coffee's just bad. That's the research. But I'm, some people will be researching and trying to prove that. And I'm like, well, you know, you have a belief that you think coffee is bad. That's why you're finding only research that is bad. Well, that's not true. I can't find right. anything that's good. And I'll be like, you're just not looking for the good because you have a belief that coffee's bad. So you're only going to focus on the, what's bad. And right, this happens right. in so many different ways. Um, the power of beliefs, let's just say that. But um, yeah. But again, it's coming back to then, you know, what really, you know, asking certain questions or like looking at, you know, being trying to become aware more of what, uh -huh. uh, how you've been conditioning, understanding there's a huge influence, taking time to just, let me disintimate the information for what matters most to me. And what do I feel that I think right. it may be, right? Not thinking feel, because uh, sometimes you can think and be like, well, I think if you, I think though this is where it should go. I feel, that feels good. Uh, it's more yeah. of like, it's a calling, it's a pull. And all of a sudden you're just yeah. like, I feel like this is what it really is. Um, right. And then supporting yourself. Because a lot of times when you do feel that, most of the time you're going to go, You well, I'm not saying you're going to go against anything, but um, you may find kickback or resistance in some way, yeah. shape, or form. You may create self-doubt yep. with yourself on that. And you got, this mm -hmm. is why I work so hard with people to get into a feeling and master it. Get your mind behind it. What I mean by mind mm -hmm. is your ego to know what that feels like. So every time the mind goes, because you got to involve it. If you don't involve the ego, the mind yeah. is like, forget this. But when you can say, <laughs> hey, this feeling right here, I want you to memorize this. This feeling, <laughs> this means that this is when I take action. This is when I'm in alignment. Yeah. This is when it's something. Right. This is my, this is us moving forward. And the mind will go, all right, ego will be like, all right, cool. I got it. You involved me in it. Thank you. And then, it, then you built this, you have to build the neuro circuitry to develop that. But once you get it in place, then all of a sudden it's like, Hey, that feeling, this is guiding me this way. This is pulling yeah. me this way. Instead of thinking so much. And I, and I say that so much because I was like that. And I, I know mm -hmm. the, the overthinking that can come from things. And yep. I know the other side of it where you can just be like, it's all going to work out. It's all going to work out. Here's what I need to focus on. And I had a friend of mine like 14 years ago. This is how she lived her life 15 or 13 years ago. And mm -hmm. she was always like, it's all going to work out. I'm like, you don't have this. This is not happening. Money here. But what? I'm like, you got to be. And she's like, honey, she's like, I'll just focus on my vibe. Everything's going to work out for me. I swear to you, everything on my life, it has blown my mind. I look back now. I said, I wish I just said, instead of fighting you, I wish I sat back and just said, you know what? Teach me. Show yeah, me. Yeah. You know? And she tried. She gave me a book and it told me to trust your vibes and all this other stuff. Yeah. I read it and I was like, okay, that's cool, but that's still not going to help with what I got going on. You know, that's how stuck I was. And you had to like, figure it out for yourself. Exactly. <laughs> and, but you know, I just wasn't at the vibe. See, vibrations, everything, because I wasn't at yeah. that vibrational level to mm -hmm. take in that information that that book was really trying to tell me. I was right, stuck at a right. different level. So, and that's the thing about vibration levels too. You'll see the, the opportunities come or you'll recognize mm -hmm. the opportunities when you're at that vibration level, when you're not, you're going to miss them. You'll totally mm -hmm. miss them because you're not at that vibrational state. So what do you do when you're like, you're going headstrong and you're doing awesome and you fill in the vibrations and then you're like, then you start doing the imposter syndrome or self-sabotaging and you're like, I should be doing more by now. <laughs> Is that where you just go like, now, wait a minute, <laughs> pull your, you know, your collar up and you're like, pay attention, you know, you're doing good. I mean, what do you, 
what do you tell people when they get that way? I, I'm very well known for that. You can ask my wife. My wife's like, you're never satisfied. I'm like, well, I have a big hunger in life. But, <laughs> um, or like, I need to be there. I should be there by now. I don't know why it's not, it's taking so long. Um, yeah. yeah, I get into those states of mind too myself. And the advice All I right. give always is, you know, just first acknowledge it. It's fine. Just take a deep breath. You know, acknowledge, hey, you think there's an expectation that's not being met. That's why that's there. Mm, but yeah. what you can do and what I like to do is just go, okay, like accept it. Like you, 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 you don't want to ignore it. You want to accept that it's there. This is how right. I'm feeling. I accept it. I right. still love myself, but you know, but I'm feeling right. So I'm getting this feeling. So there's a beingness to you. And then there's uh -huh. the thoughts of where you are. When you have a discord between uh -huh. the two, you get a lower vibration. And so because our inner being, that's right. Do you feel like you can, you're capable of doing anything or do you feel like you're not capable of doing everything? I'm, I'm in between. Really? Okay. <laughs> We're going to work on that. You know, because it's, you know, like a lot of times it's that, right? That's a beingness. And then there's, there's the thought process to it, right? And uh -huh. Do you really, like, if you, if you like, let's put it, let's, let me change the question then. Do you feel that? If you put your mind to it and you put and you get really focused, you're, you can you can accomplish accomplish what you're focusing in and putting your mind to. Yes. So yes. it's the same question. It's just phrasing those words around a little differently. <laughs> and so it's a yes. You know, it's you're like, yes, I can do that. Easy. <laughs> so that's a beingness. You know that. Right. But then there mm -hmm. internally. But then there's the other side of the thoughts coming in and, and inner critic and all these other things. And when we have a discord between the two, we get a low vibration because it's all of a sudden going to be bringing those well, something's off. Something's not right. And we, mm -hmm. we don't trust. We don't have faith in ourselves. So what I always right. do is like first acknowledge, accept. And then I just go, okay, once I've done that, now let me go ahead. Now there may be things I need to learn from this too. So I, I'm not a cookie cutter mm -hmm. kind of advice guy. So, cause each situation mm -hmm. is different for everybody. Right. Sometimes yeah. I get that feeling and that's a limiting mm -hmm. belief showing up. And it's, mm -hmm. then it's like, okay, I got to do some work on this. Maybe I got to go <laughs> meditate a little bit on it. Maybe I need to journal yeah. do automatic writing and see where that is, right. where it's coming from. What do I need to learn from this, right? Why is it showing up now? Because a lot of times emotions, especially if they come in patterns, there's yeah. limiting beliefs behind that that need to come up at the surface to heal or shift or change or let go and create new ones. So that right. way you can raise your vibe because those things are holding you down <clears throat> Excuse me, and not allowing you to get to those that, that vibration you need to get to. So wow. sometimes it's like that. But if it's just like, let's say you're doing really great, everything's good, and you just got into like a some stinking thinking, and you got into a rut, or you let something get to yeah. you, just yeah. acknowledge it, and then just refocus your energy back on anchoring, which is going to be that your future self, or sometimes, like for me, it's just uh -huh. the emotions of holding my daughter, right? What does that yeah. bring to me? And I just hold yeah. that energy until I feel it fully. So you're not trying to fake it. You're not trying to avoid the other sensation. It's just, I'm going to get right. into this space and get into this vibe and really soak this in. And then once mm -hmm. I feel like I'm there, then I'm mm -hmm. good. I can let go. And then it, you'll notice you'll, you'll be like, all right, it's not too bad. I'm feeling a little mm -hmm. bit better. You'll feel a little relief. And then you're like, okay, mm -hmm. now I can refocus. I can reshift my energy. Sometimes there's modalities you can use like meditation, breath work. You know, I mentioned a couple other those already, yeah. but like breath work, mm -hmm. or um, I have a cold plunge that it's, you know, it's always sitting around 40 degrees. So, um, mm -hmm. if I can't, you know, get, if I'm in a state, I'll jump in the cold water for three to five minutes. And trust me, I'm not thinking the same thing when I come out for people who don't have that, you, you can take, you can take a cold, you can take a cold shower, very cold. shower. Right. Um, I always tell my clients, like if you're, in, if you're like really in a rut and you just, you're, you're, you're overwhelmed and you just, you, you're, you cause sometimes we get too much into our head that we can paralyze. I'm like, yeah, the cold shower. Or throw some ice in a tub and jump in there and just, you know, for a couple minutes. And they're like, what do you mean? That's crazy. I said, 
I go from a neurological perspective, I just from neurology, when you go into that intense cold, you yeah. trust me, your brain is not going to want to use energy to focus on whatever that is you were thinking about that's creating that emotion. I promise you. That is very there. true. I, I like that. You're going to go, you're going to go into survival mode. The brain's going to go, Oh, you know what? There is intense cold hitting here and blood's going to be moving. It has to do all this yep. other work. And so yep. then when you're done with that, when you come out, there's a sense of mm -hmm. relief because now you just went through a stressful situation, which was the cold. And then you come yeah. out of that and all of a sudden the body's like, okay, wow. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I've yeah. never, I've been, I've been doing, I've, I've finally invested in a cold plunge. Got it just uh, last month and I've, I've done it or it's been three weeks and I think I've done it like 34 or five times. There was like a week I did it for <laughs> twice a day. I do it every morning. I'm up at five something in the morning and I'm jumping in 40 degree temps and you talk about wanting to wake up. And, but the interesting thing is every time I'm done, I feel refreshed. I feel energized. Yeah. My body is so cold. It's crazy how cold your body can get. Um, but it's, I feel refreshed and energized to take on the day. And that's like my cup of coffee because I, I really don't mm -hmm. need coffee anyhow. But that is just something mm -hmm. to get my mind right. And then I go into an infrared sauna and I meditate. And yeah. so then I can warm up. But at the same token, I can get into those deeper states. So there's a right. lot of things you can do to recenter your nervous system. And it's really just what, what ends up happening. You know, if I wanted to put everything in a nutshell for you, it, mm -hmm. if you lost your you lost your sense of focus to what your vision was. And all you really yeah. have to do is just realign it back to what your vision was. And so doing those modalities will reset your nervous system to allow you to focus back there. Right. And, you right. know, but I, I really believe in uh, just in my own work is that you never mm -hmm. want to create resistance. That's why you want to accept the emotion of where you are. Because yeah. sometimes people are yeah. like in the positive thinking movement. They're all like, okay, just, just focus on the positive. Can't think negative. I can't tell you. You know what that means. <laughs> so I just have to focus here. And it's like, I, I get that and I'm all for it. But, you know, at the same token, mm -hmm. you have to acknowledge the other side because all you're doing is creating resistance and resistance yeah. is the cause of all suffering. And it's and well, I mean, whenever you, I'm sorry, whenever you, no, no, go, whenever you um, like embrace the negative and work on those, I mean, you become you solve problems and you become a, a better person, you know, in the long run. I yeah, I totally, um, I just feel like we need to talk about things. I mean, I came from an, an era where you didn't talk about anything bad. You know, you didn't talk about what so-and-so did to you. You didn't talk about why someone went away for nine months and comes back. You know, it, it, it we never talked about any of those. And and I can see today, especially family members that have went through so much trauma from that because they had kept it locked inside, you know, for so many years. And so, yeah, I am totally in favor of, you know, let's talk about this. And, and it's not like saying that, you know, what happened was okay, but you've got to find a place in yourself that it's safe for you to think about it and to, you know, I'm trying to glean, you know, the good stuff from that experience so that you can either help yourself or help other people. So I hope that made some sense, but. <laughs> no, it, it did. I mean, it, 
Well, it's just like any traumas, right? Emotional, physical, mm -hmm. sexual, whatever it may be. Um, you know, it's one of those things where I, I share a lot. I've interviewed a lot of people who've had that. And it's at the end mm -hmm. of the, the convo, I always ask them. And of course, I have a feeling to know I can ask. Um, and I'll get mm -hmm. that feeling that I'm like, okay, I'm going to ask this. I'm like, mm -hmm. how much was that was a blessing in your life? Now, where you are? I haven't had a no yet. They have not ever said no to me. Because mm. you, and it's fascinating because when we when they look back at their life and I've had clients who've had stuff that they shared with me and, and we mm -hmm. we used it as a tool. We used it as something right, yeah. to learn from and grow from. And what mm -hmm. did it teach you rather than what it did to me and what it all this other stuff? Yeah. No, what did yeah. it teach you? What did it give you? Where's the blessing in that? Where's the gifts in it? And I know this mm -hmm. is so weird to say, um, mm -hmm. but really, when you look back at like, look at any aspect, okay, you don't even have to look there. Just look at some of the dark moments of your life that you face, maybe a dark night of the soul or just a challenging mm -hmm. moment. You right. look back, there's a lot of good. And and I had one time somebody tell me, you, you remember the good times in your life, but you remember the bad ones more. And I was like, you know, it's funny. I'm thinking about my life as what I went through and <laughs> the most like, the most like pivotal moments yeah. that I'm like very proud of was my dark moments. So if I think about them in my yeah. relationship, or if I think about in business mm -hmm. or my financial or my health, those right. dark moments actually shaped me more and molded me into more who I needed to become. And mm -hmm. uh, I wrote a whole book on this because it was, it was, it's very important to tap into mm -hmm. that darkness and let that mold you, but you get yeah. to choose. This is why I want to tell people all the time. You are a spiritual alchemist. You get to choose what that means for you. That is the power you have. So no matter what has happened to you, you yeah. get to choose what that means for you and what you right. want it to mean for your life moving forward. And whatever you believe, that is what it's going to be as long as you truly believe that. Wow. I really love that, Dr. Vic. How can we find your book, um, Decoding the Matrix? I mean, is it like, you know, a secret somewhere or is it on Amazon? <laughs> it is everywhere. Uh, you can find it on Amazon. Okay. I do have it in all three formats, uh, ebook, uh, paperback and uh, uh, audiobook. You have it on audiobook? Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. It, it's, I so will just a fair, be... <laughs> oh, just go ahead, go ahead. I just have to share a fair warning. I, if you haven't noticed already, I do talk a little faster. So, oh, I can uh, slow it down. <laughs> That's what I always tell people because some people go listen on audio and they like to speed it up and audible. And I when it's, and I told them, I was like, slow it down. Don't do your normal speed. They're like, why? I go, I actually tested this on my last book and I speak, the average person speaks, I think like 150 words a minute. I speak 175. So I'm like, just slow it down to a 0.9. It should be roughly yeah. normal talking. If you like that, if you like the speed yeah. or, if you like, or if you like speeding, if you like speeding it up, just leave it the where it is. <laughs> That's so Hello everybody. This is Nikki from Motherhood Unfiltered. It's going to be okay. And today's guest is Dr. Vic. And he is a former certified pediatric chiropractor who has become a business mindset coach. He is the author of three books, and the most recent is Decoding the Matrix, which um, has already come out. It's been out since May. He's the uh, creator and the owner of the Mindful Experiment podcast, and it's been ranked the number one, top number one percent globally from listennotes.com. So he has a unique and diverse background that allows him to help his clients become more whole and lead a more meaningful life. 
So, but before we bring him on, I just want to remind everybody, if you're listening to the podcast, please go to Spotify or iTunes and rate. Uh, if you are watching this on YouTube, please comment, like, and subscribe. And if you're already doing that because you're awesome, please share this with someone you love. So, uh, so let's get uh, Dr. Vic on here and find out what he is all about. love this episode of motherhood unfiltered it's going to be okay podcast head over to apple spotify or amazon podcast to subscribe rate and leave a review it's very much appreciated thank you